What's up, guys? Before we get into the podcast, we'd like to tell you how to donate so you can help fund future episodes. To do this, type in anchor.fm slash classongrass. From here, you'll want to click on the support button, which will bring you to a page with three different options to donate. There will be a 99 cent, 4.99, and 9.99 option. And no matter what, we're grateful for all of your support. So make sure you go subscribe to the channel, and we hope you enjoy. Welcome back to season two, episode twelve of Class on Grass podcast. Unfortunately, we're going to be missing the next two weeks, so you guys are yes. real. You guys are really going to have to take this podcast in, enjoy it, enjoy it, and honestly, just rewatch it. Listen next to week, it maybe ten times. Next week and That's the week it. after. Yeah. Why not? You know, You're, I know you guys are going to be missing us. Yeah. Uh, we hope you liked the new intro. <laughs> There's something new every time. Honestly, honestly, there is. But no, here's the thing. We're challenging ourselves starting now to have it like this for a a little while, you know. The the foreseeable future. The foreseeable future. The foreseeable future. Yes. Um, Yeah, other than that, we had a lot of Nations League action happen last week. Mm Mm-hmm. Or a just lot like in in general like there's a the, lot of uh, Euros, yeah national whatever. national yeah. break and also a lot of covid involved mm-hmm. just you hear about vita coming off at halftime because <laughs> <laughs> you got covid you yeah got, like how is this happening where you test for covid and then they're like oh yeah you're fine to go play and the then results at don't come back until a half you should probably test a little bit earlier so that the results come back before the game i i I don't know. I just feel like yeah. that. And then Mo Salah. Mo Salah's stuck in Egypt, but he's an Egyptian king, so I'm guessing he's fine with it. Because it was his brother's wedding? Yeah, 800 people. Oh no mask. My. 800 people, no mask, and he was dancing well, around. How is it in Egypt? Like, I, don't I don't know how. Still a stupid decision. It's probably worse or better than the well, US. Well, yeah, the U.S. is horrible right yeah, now. But... but, I mean, Egypt still. Like, like why Why is he doing that? Yeah. Why is he going out to a wedding, Klopp, no Klopp mask? Klopp said he wasn't. He, like, wasn't that mad because it was his brother's wedding. He's like, that's, like, once in a life or, like, it's important. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, like, I don't, it, why I'm is torn, he having like, that big of a wedding? I'm torn. Do you do you wear a mask and, like, like I don't know if it's, like, is, does it really take away from the experience of being at your brother's wedding? Yeah. I just think it's different in yeah. different parts of the world. Like, yeah. Like, the kind of mandates and rules and everything. But yeah. yeah, I agree. But yeah, lots of COVID, but still a good international break. Do you think it should be still happening in these times, especially because there's such a packed schedule? Well, now, now it won't happen till like March. Yeah, they say so. Hopefully, it'll be a little better by then. I mean, I don't think teams got too affected by um, the international break. I'm sure the players are kind of yeah burned out. But in terms of like spreading COVID. There were only a couple cases, as I know. Yeah, they just they, they make them big, you know. Yeah, it, it's it's not a lot. They just highlight every story. Yeah. Um, but I just I just feel like with the schedule being so packed this year, I feel like it's unnecessary to have. I, I think the Nations League, as much as I like the tournament, shouldn't be going on. I it was just fun to see the U.S. play. I'd it say. was no, that was and, that was really fun. I mean, the level of uh, kind of intensity and competition yeah. for 
even just the friendlies or uh, Euro qualifying was pretty good. So that's fun to see, especially it's like a break from the club. Yeah. Kind of boring. It gets a bit boring and those well, breaks are and, fun. And a lot of the, the only player, and I'm, I mean, he's out injured right now, correct? Pulisic? Yeah. The, the only player who we see out of the whole U.S. national team really, uh, like, regularly is Pulisic. Yeah. Other than that, everyone's in the Bundesliga or, like, La Liga, mm-hmm. you know? don't I don't watch it enough. No, and I mean, we talked about it last, uh, last episode, just kind of went in depth on the U.S., but, I mean... It, there's a good future there. Yeah, there is. There I mean, is. every game will be an improvement. So no, I totally agree. I think I think we have a good opportunity to grow in the future. What did Weston say that we're gonna win the 2020, 2026 World be, Cup? We're gonna shock people or something. Yeah, like that. I mean, I I'd love to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see it. Uh, who do you think had the best international break though? I'd have to say probably. I mean, I think it's obvious that Belgium, they won all three of their games. People say that golden generation of theirs is gone. But again, when you have the likes of Eden Hazard and his brother, who's performing quite well, yeah, uh, Big Kev, you know, in, in the <laughs> midfield, who who is consistently, when he's not injured, the third best player in the world, in my opinion. And they beat England and Denmark. Yeah, two good sides. Yeah. Two very good sides. And England was pretty bad or they made him look pretty bad yeah. they didn't have a lot of ideas going forward as belgium after they got those two goals kind of mm-hmm. sat back and england had no no kind of solution to that you know i'm thinking england the u.s could become the next england tier team like within the future because they're just like they're so they never they never actually make it far but I don't know. They have they have this like spotlight around them. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and no, I feel like yeah. the U.S. is growing in soccer. We're gonna get a spotlight around us, but we're never actually gonna be good, like yeah. enough. Yeah, because we, I mean, England, they did make it to the semifinals. Yeah. The no, la- last World Cup was incredible for them. I just think they are kind of, yeah, that team that has so much attention on them because, uh, you know, England is whatever the home of yeah. football, whatever, but like. They never kind of seem to have one set team that will take them very far. I mean, even when you look back at the World Cup squad that they're it's playing. All, it's all youngsters. It was, But it was like, you look back and it was like Trippier, Lingard, like those type players were starting. They're not anymore. Yeah. It, like I, I haven't seen a big change in Belgium's lineup recently to what it was like over the World Cup except for you got to get rid of company because he's been retired. Yeah. Um, but other than that, there's not a huge difference. Everyone's, it's Dries Mertens, Lukaku, De Bruyne, Hazard, Thorgan, you know, Yuri Tielemans when he gets minutes. I mean, they are kind of similar teams in the fact that when you think of the best national teams, you think of those two teams, but then you look and they haven't really won anything. Yeah, no, they haven't. Which is kind of weird i think it's just due to the fact that like their whole squads play top flight Mm -hmm. leagues um but when they come together they just don't perform as well as no i agree those teams it seems like germany's the only one that's really figured that out in the past couple of years but again germany with a with an exit from the world cup that was not expected you know Mm -hmm. so 
just looking back, they lost to South Korea. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously they figured it out, but it could just be because they, they, um, there's this phenomena where when you win the World Cup, the next yeah, World you're... Cup, you're always going to be bad. And it's actually been a trend, but Spain, I don't know if, Italy. I don't know why that is, though. It, it seems like someone's going to break it. Like, Fran- no way is France going to Fran- make yeah. it. There's no way. France, France are is... definitely the best team, I would say. Yeah. In the world right now. Why can't Griezmann perform at Barca? Dude, he's amazing. I think he just plays out of position. From what I've heard, I don't watch Barca. It's hard games, because. But yeah. I've heard that, like, he's not playing in a position that he plays with France. And with France, he's, like, instrumental. But. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But. And then for my take, I think Netherlands. Yeah. Had a very decent break. Uh, even, even without Virgil. Yes. And because they. They won two games and drew against Spain, and Spain beat Germany 6-0. That was ridiculous. That. But, I mean, that's crazy. Uh, Wijnaldum scored three goals across Genius those, so good. those couple games. I mean, it, I think he's underrated. Oh, totally. And what something I find astonishing is that Genie can be that good. He can score the two goals for, for Liverpool when they were down to Barca to, to send them through, other than the two Origi goals, obviously. Um and he can be that good for the Netherlands, and even when he's on the field as a Liverpool player, yet he doesn't start often. No. Like he, he like there there are regular times when he's just on the bench and subs in or doesn't come on. Yeah, and also that Netherlands squad has good players, but I mean, mm-hmm. they also are. I'd definitely say they're a level below England and Belgium. Honestly, I, I don't I don't agree with England. I'd say that Belgium. Yes, but but I don't agree with England. I think with with Frankie De Jong, Matthias Delict, when Van Dyke's when, when he's fit, they don't have a keeper at the moment because no. I think Silson's their goalie and he's not necessarily at the same level as those players. But I mean, you got Memphis Depay who made it, who brought Leon pretty far last year in the Champions League. Uh, you have really good players around the field, and we didn't even mention some really good ones that are that that are, aren't as big a names, but they're quality. I, I think that the Netherlands team, I, I think that the only reason people perceive them as similar to England is because last year or last uh, World Cup they weren't in it. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I, I would say that because the reason they weren't in it, similar to Italy, similar to the U.S., is they had a really old squad. Yeah. That like they're playing a lot of veterans that the Ajax boys didn't come in yet. Yeah, that just didn't really perform, and then they didn't qualify, but then they rebuilt. Now, Italy has a pretty good young team, from what I've seen. Yeah. Netherlands do, U.S. does, so... Yeah, that Nico Barella guy's really good. Yeah. He's really good. I rate him. Uh, Italy have a good team coming up, Moist definitely. Team. Yeah. I, I think the one thing that they're lacking is is the defenders, but, I mean, they have a few coming up that they're just not at the same level yet. I, I could see them in a few years being there, but not right now. No. Um, and then... Kind of a shock news moving on is Pep Guardiola signed a new contract after... Which most people, if they don't know the, like all of the stuff that was happening between Guardiola and City, and, and like you would think that that's normal because, you know, good manager signing again, but it's, it's not often that you see that. No. You know, you, you, most managers want to move on, but I hear the board convinced Guardiola there's more to do here at this City team, so he signed until 2023. Do you think they promised... A chance at Messi come in? You know, I 
I don't know. I don't know why Messi would leave and do that to Barca fans when he said the reason I'm not gonna stay is because of the president, and then the president left. I mean, I, yeah, but at the same time, how much is gonna change? I would have seen him if Pep didn't renew. I would have seen Pep going straight to Barcelona yes. and then them winning a Champions League or something. Totally. I would have completely not been surprised by that. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but but yeah, I just I don't know why he would do that to to the fans at Barca because it's his home. I mean, Ronaldo's really egging him on to to leave. Did you see what Ronaldo said? No. He was like, "You're truly not the best player in the world if you can only do it in one league." It's been proven. And then someone was like, "Well, then Samuel Eto'o is the goat." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now Pique is injured um, for Barcelona, so I mean, just aren't I'm, they like mid table right now? No, no way. Okay, L- let me check this fact check right they, here. I saw Atletico Madrid beat them for the first time in the league in like a while, I think, which is a surprising stat. Um, and Atletico are unbeaten in their last like twenty something. La Liga. Goodness. Games. Oh my god. Okay, so take a wild guess at who you think's first in La Liga right now. It's gonna be like Celta Vigo or something. Real Sociedad. Yeah. Like how how? And then followed by Atletico Madrid, followed by Villarreal, then Real Madrid, and then you go down five more spots and you have Real Batiste, and then below that in eleven is Barcelona. Jeez. I mean three wins, two draws, three losses. That's just it's a poor start. That's a poor start. Yeah, for the amount of talent they have in that team, it's an incredibly poor start. Yeah. Um. But but. PK. Well, is PK even good enough anymore? <laughs> they, they. I think it's just experience at this point. He's quite slow. I would. Oh yeah. Assume. With his age. He's he's slow. He he doesn't have the same fitness. I don't even know if he can get to the ball in time anymore. But. <laughs> Someone who's suppose he's experienced. not slow is and is very young is the new Mukoku. Oh my god, dude, this guy, is, this guy is amazing. This I mean, guy, okay. No, I knew about him when he was 14. I was like, oh, it's going to be Freddie Adu. I was like, he's going to fall <laughs> off. He's going to fall yeah, off. Yeah, you do see a lot of, like... Like Shavi Simmons, bro, he's not yeah. even... Like, like you see guys like Ansu Fati... Who were never talked about now they're yeah. unreal. Xavi Simmons, like four million followers on Instagram. Yeah. The dude's not even like starting. He's playing like probably the U nineteen. Yeah, he's playing PSG like under twenty threes or, or something like yeah. that. Like it, it. How do you even have that much clout? Like you're not like. Because I mean I think it's just. But this Makoku guy is another yeah. level. He's had what ninety goals and yeah fifty four games. I was looking it up before the before we started recording. He has something like. For the Dortmund, like, U-17s in his whole career with them, he had, like, 90 goals in about 70 or 50 games or something, yeah, which is ridiculous. insane. And and, and I, I hear U- from the players when he turns with the first team, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I don't hear from the players specifically. They're, they're <laughs> not calling connection. me. <laughs> you, know, you know, Marco Royce, yeah. Thomas Delaney, they're, they're calling my phone. They're yeah. like, yo, Leo, just by the way, Makuku is really, really good. good. <laughs> he's really good. Should talk about him. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, and then for the U19s, which he's been playing with until he got called up, he's got something like, I think it was like 50 goals in 30 yeah. games. It's crazy. I mean... He's, he's just... Well, I'm not going to put anything on him doing well right now, but he is eligible. And he played his first couple minutes, subbed on for Dortmund. Yeah. Um, 
Well, there's also that young, that like 16 year old winger from Kamavinga. Oh no. Um, there's like three of them right now. There's like Celtic. He's been around the first. Oh yeah. He's Mm -hmm. like really small. Yeah. I mean, but it's just Scottish league. You don't, you can't really, but I think the two right now, the two biggest that are like young, young like that. I mean, Ansu's technically in that category too. I'd say Gio Reyna, Makuku, uh, Kamavinga and Ansu. Yeah. I'd agree. And I might, it might be because I'm American that I'm putting Reyna up there, but I think he's, I, I think mean, he's if we put Pulisic up there before. We, I mean, I think everyone did, but yeah. I, I would like to see Gio Reyna turn out better. Yeah. I, would. I mean, I think he's just got to get, he's starting for Dor- Dortmund, I believe. Yeah. And well, and Pulisic didn't always start. No. Especially with Sancho, because he came along with Sancho. Yeah. Um, and they kind of battled for a starting position, mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Um, and then with Dortmund, uh, Erling Holland won the Golden Boy Award. Dude, he scored four goals in 32 yeah. minutes. That was his kind of, oh, I won this award, let me let, let me ju- Let me just show everyone how good I am. Yeah. Dude, I mean, g- guy's going to be going places. Could you see him winning Ballon d'Or? Yeah. Because like, I actually, like, it, no joke, this guy is he big is time. just a goal scorer. Oh, my half. God. I mean... His, he's got like twenty three goals and twenty two. He's got Bundesliga like twenty three foot long legs. Yeah, dude, I mean, he just runs. He is just a machine when you look at him. Like robotic. He's tall. He's got long strides. He's super fast. He can just kill the ball. Like just hit it. Now, so remember hard. Gio Reyna's assist to him last year in the Champions yeah, League against PSG. He just rocketed just that roof. Absolute that. rocket. Um, remember last year when the. Uh, he was like drinking something before he came onto the field, and everyone was like, "What is this juice? Yeah, we, need, yeah. we need to get a hold of this juice." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I'd say, I mean, he is similar probably to Lewandowski in the fact that he's just faster. I think he'll always be in that conversation for a golden uh, or the Ballon d'Or. But I mean, we'll see. Yeah, no, yeah, I think he'll always be it be in talks. Um, uh, and then also. There was kind kind of away from football. Uh, the lawsuit was kind of settled because I think it was a year or two ago during the um, preseason, Juventus went to South Korea and kind of the whole media promised Ronaldo would play and he was benched the whole game and never played. And a good amount of the, the people in, that actually went to the game sued. And they actually won it a couple days ago. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, it is, no matter what, like, if you're trying to protect the players from getting injured, it's kind of like you have to play them. If, if you're going that far yeah. away and people are, like, promised to see you, play for at least, like, 20 minutes. I mean. Yeah. Apologies if you guys can hear some kind of horn in the background. Uh, I, I'm wondering if there's, like, a parade going on. I think it was a train. We don't have trains around here. (laughs) Just a train going down the street. Uh, But, yeah, it should be passed now. Apologies if you guys heard any of that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that that Ronaldo lawsuit. I I remember when I was, like, 12, me and my dad flew down to Michigan for the ICC when Ronaldo was playing, when Real Madrid was playing United. It's back again. See, that's a train. It's back again. That is a train. Do you hear this? Do you have a train track? No, no, we don't. <laughs> this is this is 100% a train. That's a train. Whatever, whatever. Is there a train 
on the road. <laughs> it's just it's just driving down yeah. the road. Apologies. Write it down. <laughs> write it down. Yeah, put it in your phone. Apologies for that uh, weird sound. Uh, it just kept going. We like it just wouldn't stop, and yeah. finally, it looks like it calms down. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we kind of finished with the whole lawsuit. I mean, it is kind of a bad move from Juventus to not. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, like I was saying about Michigan when I went with my dad, we we went and it was United versus Real Madrid. Got to see Wayne Rooney, and everyone was so mad because Ronaldo only came on for, like, the last 10 minutes. And, and like, that's even, like, that was pissing people off. <laughs> so, like, at this point, like, I mean, you have to play him. Yeah, I mean, and if you're if you're Ronaldo, would you not want to play? Yes, in front of a ton of fans that, like, don't even, like... That are only there for you. You kind of, you'd have to, I would even, like, tell the manager, I'd be like, come on. Ten like, minutes at least. There are eighty thousand people. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Now another question: How were there fans? This was like a year ago, like two years ago. Oh, the, this lawsuit finally settled. Yeah. Now, yeah. now I get it. I, I was not caught up on this. Yeah. I was about to say. So there's eighty thousand people waiting for him <laughs> with coronavirus spreading. Yeah. Now I know why he didn't want to go out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, we can kind of touch on the Premier League. No, back. yeah, it, it was. It's it's good that it's back, and and uh, it it was a good start to to Brighton's turnaround. Honestly, <laughs> it was close there. League league <laughs> league title uh, contenders, yeah. maybe maybe you never know. I mean, Danny Welbeck looks like an unreal sign. What a chip! <laughs> what a chip! One of the best finishes around. I mean. I mean, at that speed to then no, just I was I was it, extremely surprised yeah. from Mr. Welbs, but he actually looked really good that game, like through the whole game. You guys were creating chances, but just you got as close as you could and then missed, or and then made a well, bad and, pass. Well, and and you know you know what is really just horrible. We play Liverpool next week, and we don't have three calamity. Our only hope in any game. I think that's going to be overturned. It was not a second yellow. It definitely wasn't, but I mean, as as of right now, we play Liverpool. Yeah, next I feel week. like they could challenge it and maybe overturn it, but I'm just I'm just extremely disappointed. And right after they get a penalty to equalize, which then gets taken away. I don't know how that was taken away. It, it well, it, my mom was saying that she thinks it's it's from uh, the ref being like, kind of I don't know the words, but. Like respecting the fact that it wasn't a foul before when Lamb got oh, red yeah, carded, he's but making up for his. I don't know if that's how you make up for it because you're like taking away a goal from the other team. I mean, I've seen way less given for a penalty than way less. He got the, the weirdest part is that it wasn't like it. It was questionable, and then they're like, "Nah, we don't need VAR." Like they, he actually saw it on the TV. He saw it and was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's not a penalty." <laughs> like, yeah, he got the ball. But barely, and then he just swung into the guy's foot, um, and then he fell over. And I mean, yeah, I not mean, that I was poor want. from Solly March, but well, this goal was from, from Solly. From Solly, we we have to we have to give him congrats yeah. because that goal, which was crossed in by Gross, who we actually haven't seen at all really in the last year. No, he was a top player for you guys. So good, a and then and ago. then Potts just decided not to play him. Graham Potter needs a haircut. I, he does. I was talking about he this does. when I was watching the game. 
he doesn't style it at all. And it's just it's just like bold. He looks like he's a ten year old from like two thousand five. <laughs> he does. I mean, he does. Either shave it or like get a fade. Bald pot. Bald potter. <laughs> I mean, it's just not. It looks like he hasn't showered either. I mean, no. I mean, GP has it down. He has the style. He's done the business though. for you though. I mean, not really. I mean, did you see Lewis Dunk after the game? No. It's kind of sad. We win one game in the Premier League. Oh, yeah. and Lewis Dunk like slides and yeah. he's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. You, you got you, you gotta celebrate the wins. Yeah, I, that could come in very crucial though for us at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Like genuinely, if uh, if we if it comes down to three points like it always does for Brighton, <laughs> I'm gonna be thanking this Villa game where the ref did not give them yeah. the penalty. Uh, well, you've got some breathing room now. No, um, we play Liverpool next. I mean, but. It's Fulham, Burnley, yeah. Sheffield, and West Brom below you. Yeah. Fulham, uh, Fulham just or... played this morning. Also missed another penalty. Um, this <laughs> I time... saw this. I saw this picture of uh, where it was like Fulham when they get a penalty. Like, wh- should I should I uh, make it? No, I'll just pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so Mitrovic missed one, and then Lookman tried to Penanka that. Probably one of the worst penalties ever. And it then, reminds me of our pro clubs game last and then, night. And Ivan Cavallero uh, slipped. It wasn't his fault, really. Yeah, he, no, he, he slipped and then skied it. And then sky- I mean, you see that all the time. But, I mean, the curse of the penalties. I feel like if they get a penalty, they should be like, can we just have a corner? Did you <laughs> talk to loyal supporter Brian Brown about um, what he thinks about Mitrovic subbing on 60 minutes in? Yeah, he, so he was saying they subbed on Anguisa and Mitrovic because, Zambo. because he, uh, they played all their minutes in international duty. He was trying to rest them. Yeah. But when you're in a relegation battle, like they're already, like, how are they already in a relegation battle? But they are. I feel like you need to be playing your best players. Um, and they were playing Everton who are really good, but at the same time, they are, they, they could have, they, have, they have a slip of form recently. So like. Put your best effort forth and try to win this they game. They could have tied that game. If Cavalier scored the penalty, that would have been 3-3. And if they would have maybe put away a couple more of their chances. It's just a curse. No, like their whole season is just a curse. I mean... They will never stay up. It was crucial that they got that West Brom win. Yeah. I mean, and... But you can't you can't uh, survive off of what there's three teams below you yeah you just beating them off of like 14 points exactly because you beat all the teams that was what you. norwich did and it didn't really work yeah <laughs> you need to just get a couple surprise wins maybe against crystal palace or teams like that or brighton yeah and you, well you ultimately you just need to push someone below you that's the that's the beauty about promoting three and then relegating three yeah. in order to stay up you have to be better than someone who was already there mm-hmm. so there needs to be three they teams. aren't that right now. You yeah. you need like the other two and Leeds doesn't look like they're going down at all. In I my mean, opinion, in my pre- well, okay, they, they've played well, but they haven't gotten the results. I'm wondering what the score is right now. Yeah, Arsenal Leeds, Leeds, Leeds is Arsenal. right now. Um, as we're recording, uh, it's still nil nil. If it would look, it's it is still nil nil. Seventy third minute. Yeah. Excuse me, Nicholas Pepe got a red card. Uh, classic. <laughs> classic Pepe. Just 
Just getting in there for the red cards. Just normal right winger things. Straight red card. Yeah. How does he must have done, do that? He, he must have pulled off a Basuma backwards <laughs> scorpion kick to the face. Yeah, only the best players. Do that. Only the best to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean Brighton. Overall, Brighton look like we're gonna have a similar season to last year. They said it was our worst Premier League start so far. Really? Yeah, I'm rehired Chris Hutton. <laughs> I mean, he, he, point, the he... problem is he'd bring Glenn Murray back from Watford. <laughs> Stick Glenn up there. You know, I was looking at his stats. Day. I was looking at his stats, and uh, and he actually was an incredible player. First off, let's just go through this. First off, <laughs> well, there's no. a difference between incredible player and no, like no, decent no, no, goal no, scorer. No, 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 no. He can. No, no, you got to, you got to hear the story. He starts at the Carolina Railhawks. The in North the Ca- in the U.S. in the U.S.L. And he started. This is his first pro team, the Carolina Railhawks. Or, no, 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 no. That's not it. They're they're right next to it. It was the Wilmington Hammerheads. Okay. So he starts there. He does well. Plays twelve games. Gets three goals. <laughs> On so, fire. You can see the the relation to his Premier League rise. <laughs> um, then he goes back to England and plays for a variety of League One teams. Works his way up to the Championship where he plays with Brighton. For 100 appearances, netting like 40 or 50 goals. That's good. That's like ridiculous. <laughs> and then he plays at Palace. I believe they were in the championship at the time for 100 games and nets 40 to 50 goals. Then moves back to Brighton in the Prem, plays 120 games and nets like 60 goals. He's netting every other game, man. I mean, but he wasn't the answer. Did the Wilmington Hammerheads develops? I mean, they've they one of the, the best the academies in the world at this yes. point. <laughs> you think they have in their in their uh, like clubhouse area just a picture of Glenn? Oh, completely. Yeah. They definitely have a jersey. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy. Because like that was his first pro team. It's crazy to think that there's a pathway for all. So, but he's he's uh, he's English, at Watford now. But he's English, so then he he went to the U.S. Yeah, he play. went to the U.S. He couldn't find a pro team in England. Went to the U.S. He didn't want to go with the Jamie Vardy route of going from non-league to... You know, Glenn's just built different. He usually... He, I think he just kind of liked the U.S. more. Maybe he like, was actually given up on it and was like, I want to go to the U.S. Just played for a USL team there. Yeah. And then, and then just... He well, almost, with that 12 games, three goals, you know? He almost denied a Brighton uh, offer. He's like, mm, do I want to go yeah. to England again? <laughs> um, but, yeah, and the other thing I wanted to bring up was uh, Trezeguet, Mohamed Hussein Trezeguet. Yes. <laughs> you know him? Yep. What, what is this? What is this trickery that's happening? <laughs> Do you know the story behind it? He told me this a couple months ago, I remember. It's not right. So when he was younger, he apparently was bald, <laughs> like a bald kid. And he, uh, he then... Um, also mimicked the play style of David Trezeguet, so his youth coach. If you don't know, he was a good French striker. He's, yeah, David Trezeguet, great French striker. FIFA, and and so. Mohamed Hussein Trezeguet is an Aston Villa player. And so he mimicked the uh, the play style of David Trezeguet, so his coach just called him that, which is, like, fine. But then he kept the name. He Did he legally change his name? No, he just put it on the back of his jersey, and it's his nickname. Like, imagine, like, I'm, you know, I play, like, Serge Busquets, so I'm just going to have Busquets on the back Leonard of my jersey. Busquets. <laughs> I mean, you can't get a much better name than that. I'm just saying, though, like, like it doesn't even fit. 
Mohammed Hussein Trezeguet. I mean, now, but every time I watch him play, I just think of that <laughs> yeah. story. I'm like, no, he is a fraud. <laughs> he is a fraud. No, and like, well, you know, David's getting so much recognition from this because everyone who sees it's like, what's going on Dude, here? I mean, the networks have to know that it's not. His actual name, but they have to call him that because yeah, it's what's on the back of his yeah. shirt. It's just M. Trezeguet. Yeah, I mean, he's like Egyptian. <laughs> I think if I would go pro, I'd just slap Messi on there. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Oh, excuse me, I'm I am related my to the Messi. U five <laughs> coach said I played like Messi, so I'm no, dude, my, Messi. not even joking. My U 11s coach said Leo is our little Messi. I'm putting it on the back. I'm putting you, it on the back. That. Yeah. Yep. I look just like him, too. <laughs> I look just like him. How, how's your Spanish? You know, it's... I'm in Spanish 5. That's what I can say. <laughs> and, and I know about half of what I learned. So, we're pretty, we're pretty good. It's a good ratio. All right, well, that... All right. Yeah? MLS. Oh, yeah. The, playoffs. We, we, here's the thing. It's not a cog pod if we don't talk about the loons mm. for a bit. For a bit. I mean, well, first of all... Uh, Shout out Caden Clark. He did, he did score, score, but they sadly lost. Yeah, um, lost. But it was a, it was a good goal. He's in the right place at the right time, like he uh, like he was in the in a lot of his USL goals, and um, uh, and just there's it. And then crazy, did you see the Orlando New York game? The Pens. So to win the game, the Orlando goalie saves it. He was off his line. The ref goes, gives him a second yellow. He's red carded. Then Orlando tried to sub on a goalie. They can't sub on a goalie because you can't sub on players during a penalty shootout. Yep. So then they choose one of their field players. Uh, it's a Kyle Walker-esque. Yeah, he goes, puts his jersey on and gloves. And then they retake the penalty and New York scores it. And then it goes on for a couple more rounds. And then that same Orlando field player saves to win the game. What a beast. I mean... <laughs> what a beast. I, That's one of the best stories you can have. If if soccer. anyone ever achieves something like that, retire immediately. Yeah. Retire immediately. <laughs> I don't think there's much There's nothing else you need to do in your life. Yeah. If you are a field player and you save a penalty shootout, like or save a penalty in the playoffs. to win, in the playoffs to win the penalty shootout. That's insane. But uh, Min United play Colorado tonight as we're recording this uh at home i think a lot of the international players a couple of players who are injured are back so i think we're going to be at somewhat full strength yeah what are your predict predictions for the game uh i think i think we're gonna lose <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic personally i just think we're gonna lose uh can't really say anything else i you really think colorado's that good no, I or just don't just think we're bad. very good. <laughs> but you know, Robin Laud always surprises me. So I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go for. I think we'll win, but I think we'll win like one zero, and we'll score in the first half, and the rest of the game will just be a snooze fest. You know what I want to see? I want to see Robin Laud going net. I agree. I think we yes. should <laughs> flip. No, lineup. you so know, bring Tyler Dane, Miller up top. Yeah, Dane. Or no, Clair. no, it's not. It's not even Miller anymore. Yeah, is Dane St. Clair, striker. Then we got Metinair and yeah, Chase Gasper in the wings. Oh, I like I like that a got lot. I Molino, love that. Robin Lud holding down holding down their the brick fort. walls exactly. 
at the back. Um, we all know who's in net. L- Lod's in net. Yeah, and then Finley. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Reynoso and Reynoso. The little five seven. No, no, no. We're subbing Tommy Chacon on. Oh. Put him in. <laughs> yeah, even better. The goat. The goat. <laughs> the young DP. The five five. Um, you know he's similar to Messi. No, he is. He That's is. That's why he puts Messi on the back of the jersey. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. Well, that wraps it up for this week. We'll see you back in two weeks. Yeah. Which is sorry a long for the time. break, but. And and yeah, peace out. Thank